All right, so as you can see, we're doing something a little bit different this morning. Uh, we have Woody and Chris Wooldridge here with us. How many in here know Woody and Chris? So you've met them before, you, you, you know a little bit about them. Okay, so about 40%, almost a half. Um, so Woody is a longtime dear friend of mine, and I know of, of several in here, and he's been my mentor for many years. Um, he's the reason that I got started going to China. He taught me Chinese. He, uh, he really uh, shared and took the heart God gave him for China and gave it to me, and uh, his love for the Chinese people, and um, just a great model of faithfulness and love for the Lord, prayer. Um, so thank the Lord for Woody. I, I asked him to come here this morning to share his testimony. Uh, it is amazing testimony how the Lord worked to bring him to salvation and, uh, and then to take him to China. And um, so I just wanted him to share that with you. You've probably heard me talk about Woody and just wondering who this guy is. And so I wanted, wanted you to have the, the privilege to meet him and also just to be encouraged uh, by, this, by this story. Um, so, uh, Woody, without further ado, we'd just like to invite you here and his wife, Chris, uh, with him, and uh, looking forward to, uh, to hearing this. So, thank, thank you, Woody. Thank you, Michael, for that uh, introduction. I don't know if I can handle that or not, but <laughs> anyway, praise Jesus. Uh, my wife, uh, she is uh, my brain, <laughs> and uh, I am her uh, eyes. So uh, between us uh, both, uh, we seem to be doing pretty well, as far as I know. Uh, I'm going to read my testimony, but first, I thought I would uh, try the same thing that I did last time, which was maybe a while back. But anyway, I, I wanted to teach you a little bit of uh, Chinese. Um, so what is the... Uh, what is the word, uh, spiritual word, that is universal in any language? It's the same one. God? Uh, but there's different names. You know, Shangdi would be God, you know, a name for God. But that, that's good. What else? I'm thinking of some music. Come on, you're not supposed to say that. <laughs> Man, tell you what? Okay, so Alleluia is it. Okay, so that is universal anywhere in China. Isn't that right? And so Naomi and um, Lily are two dear friends. Uh, I met them a long time ago, maybe 2000? Uh, I think uh, 19. 1900s. <laughs> <laughs> is that good or bad? No. <laughs> All right. So, okay. So Lily and uh, and uh, Naomi have a, a soft a soft place in my heart. Uh, it reminds me of the old days in these little teeny training centers, the underground church in China. And the underground church is a, is such a privilege to be with because you know they they love Jesus. <laughs> You know, they, they may not know the word that well, but boy, do they love Jesus. And um, they, they cry when they sing. And 
you know, they cry when they talk about it, and oh man, it's just it's so, so neat being with them. And so it does something to me, it's messing me up right now, but anyway, um, hallelujah. So you know this, you know the song, hallelujah, 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 praise ye the Lord. Can we all try singing that together? Ready? One, two, and a one, two, three. Hallelujah, 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 praise ye the Lord. You can open your mouth real, we're praising Jesus now. Hallelujah, 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 praise ye the Lord. Very good. Okay, so now um, the way you say Praise ye the Lord is very easy, and uh, 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 praise is a zanme. Can you say zanme? Z z a n m e i. Zanme. Zanme. Right. Jew is the Lord. Zanme Jew. Yeah. And hallelujah in Chinese is really difficult. Hallelujah. <laughs> so I know you guys can handle that, right? So let's try this in Chinese. What do you say? You think you can do it? So it'll go something like this. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Zan Meiju. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Zan Meiju. Do we have time to do this in a round? Okay, so let's let's divide the class up here. Okay, from here, because you guys are so good. So this is the dividing line right here. So everyone on the other side of the mic here will be one group. Okay, so you're one group. And uh, so would you lead this group for me? What's your name, sir? What's your name? Evan. Evan, all right, come on up. Evan, come on, come on, man. All right, so you lead this group. Okay, and then, hey, that's it. You're it. What's your name? Chris. Chris, come on. Okay, so you got, all right, so Evan, you got this side of the mic. What's your name again? Chris. See, that's my wife's name. <laughs> oh, Okay. I should be able to remember that. <laughs> okay, so, all right, so, Evan, okay, so, when I tell you to, you start this group here, singing, and then, um, then when I point to you, you start this one. Okay, so, the way you would start it here on this side, what we'll do is say, hallelujah, 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 and then you will say, John Meiju, your group goes, John okay. Meiju, okay, so, you're going to do hallelujah. You're going to do Zan Meiju. Okay, let's try it. Ready? One, and a one, two, three. Come on, come on. Come on, get into it, man. Okay, now we're going to do it. We're going to stand up when our group is singing. All right, but you guys, you guys have to raise your hands so your people can see. People in the back row don't know what's going on. Okay, so, all right, so get your hands on my, we're conductors, man. This is, 
All right, all right, ready. All right, let's try it. Okay, ready. A one, two, a two, and a one, two, three. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Gentlemen, great job, great job. You guys, you guys killed it. All right, let's pray. Father, thank you for this day that you've given us. Thank you for this class. Thank you for Michael, Naomi, Lily being here, and everyone else in this wonderful class. Pray that you be with us in a special way, Lord, and uh, touch our hearts and prepare us for this coming uh, sermon, message, Bible message coming up at the next service. So thank you for all that you've done. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so I was born in 1938 in uh, Clifton Forge, Virginia, not too far from here, and uh, into a family that had a knowledge of God, but not into salvation. So wonderful parents uh, and a, a, a wonderful upbringing, but um, you know, we went to a church that did not preach the gospel, did not believe the Bible is God's word. And so uh, I grew up thinking I was a Christian, saying I was, but actually not, not actually being a Christian. Um, I, 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 was, I was raised in Ohio, and uh, there I went to a really good high school and um, had uh, started playing football there. And uh, my dad uh, took a, a big interest in that and uh, tried to help me along, and one of the coaches... Uh, took an interest in me, and uh, he, he went to the University of North Carolina back in the 40s, and uh, he set me up with a scholarship there uh, at the University of North Carolina. Of course, I was undersized then, and uh, still am, but uh, anyway, they, um, I, I ended up quitting after two years, that was, that was a, that, and that sent my life into a tailspin, you know, as I, I always taught and never, never thought I would, uh, you know, quit anything. And, uh, but, you know, God used it in a mighty way. It caused me to really hit uh, rock bottom in a lot of ways. I was into alcohol and really uh, messed up. And uh, going through this uh, time of my life, uh, somebody said, whatever you do, don't join the Marines. So being of that kind of uh, mindset, I joined the Marine Corps. <laughs> and uh, 1962, and... Uh, um, let's see, the, uh, they, they gave me a, a language aptitude test after boot camp. And uh, I scored high on it because I had some college. And uh, they said, give us three choices of language. I said, French, German, and Spanish. And uh, Headquarters Marine Corps uh, took those choices and sent me orders to study Chinese Mandarin. <laughs> For 47 weeks at uh, Monterey, California. And so uh, I, I attended that school in 1964 for 47 weeks. And um, I loved it. I mean, uh, from the start, I never heard anything about China, never knew anything about China before, nothing about the language. You know, it's a tonal language. And uh, Mandarin, there are four tones. Ma is a, is a straight cross 
ma, say ma. ma. And then second tone is rising, ma. ma. And then there's a third tone, it's a dip, ma. ma. And then there's a fourth tone, ma. ma. Yeah, and that's the fourth tone. So, you know, uh, for most American Marines in the class that I was in, we only had small classes, about maybe 10 people at the most to start with. And, uh, you know, they were saying, that's it. I'm going to jump out of this, uh, jump out the window, break my leg, and uh, get out of this duty station. But for some reason, I loved it. I mean, I was with, you know, my, my roommate and I, we'd get up at 4 o'clock in the morning, and it was just like a dormitory and everything. You wore uniforms and stuff, all branches of the service there. So, uh, but, you know, we'd put on coffee at 5 in the morning, 4, four o'clock in the morning, and study for our classes coming up because we went to college, just like college, six hours a day. And then you have homework. Then you have to listen to tapes all night. We would listen to them. You know, we did what they told us to do. And uh, so we'd get up and maybe out of, you know, maybe hundreds of people, there would be about three of us. One guy studying, studying Japanese across the hall and uh, me studying Chinese and somebody going to another, another country. And, uh, but, uh, you know, now I can see where it paid off, <laughs> even before knowing Christ as my Savior. So I, I graduated from a language school in uh, 65, and uh, wouldn't you know that uh, President Johnson sent the Marines into Vietnam in 1965. And so me, uh, being upward mobile and want to improve myself, I applied for a commission in the, in the Marine Corps, uh, which means you'll become a second lieutenant in the infantry, and uh, your lifespan uh, in combat's going to be like 15 seconds or something like that, you know, because you're going to be out in front of the troops leading, you know, 40 young men uh, into battle. So that's, that's what happened. Um, and so I ended up going to basic school and everything. And basic school is uh, what really, really happened. That's where they teach you to become an offer, officer and a gentleman in the Marine Corps while you're getting the uh, platoon leader's training for combat. So, 1966, I'm in a platoon, and I have this guy, and I become pretty good friends, uh, Bill Seifel. And uh, we used to hang out a little bit, and um, he, sa- he, had a, he had a banjo, and we would sing in, in his uh, room and stuff. Anyway, he, he looks at me and says, how old are you? And I said, I'm 28. He says, I have a sister who's 28. Would you like to meet her? <laughs> and I said, yes. And so that started it. The little woman and I met, and I ended up marrying Christine. We got married. Uh, one week before I went to Vietnam after graduating from a basic school. I wouldn't advise that for anyone, <laughs> but uh, it was a blessing because uh, we, we, before we got married and uh, we were still going through basic training, I was there with uh, Bill, her brother, and uh, he asked me to come home with him to meet their family uh, on, on leave. So I, I come there, and I meet the family, and, man, it was a godly family. I'm telling you what, strong Christian family. 
they, they, what they did, uh, like I was there on a Saturday, they, they get around the whole family, and there's six kids in the family, and, uh, right? And uh, so they get around the piano, and the mother's playing the piano, and uh, they're singing hymns, you know? It's incredible. So they, they sing this one song, Lord, I want to be a, a Christian. And the father looks at Bill, and he says, let's sing that in church Sunday. You want to do that? And, uh, and uh, they said, Woody, do you, do you want to join us? And uh, I said, yes. So I did. And so we sang that. We sang that hymn in church, Lord, I want to be a Christian. You know that? You know that song? Lord, I want to be a Christian. Into my heart, into my heart. I'll never forget that. I wasn't a Christian <laughs> at that time. But it was one of those stepping stones that led to me trusting Christ and knowing him as my Savior. It's a very important thing. I met some of the prayer warriors in that church uh, during that short stay on a Sunday. Uh, Laura May, her husband um, was killed in World War II, got the Medal of Honor. He, he did something really unbelievable, heroic, uh, but she was a, a tremendous prayer warrior. Christine's mother uh, who was blind, who uh, became blind probably in her 60s. Um, she was a prayer warrior. She'd be at the kitchen table every single morning praying, you know, her lips moving and stuff like this. You know, I'd come down, I'd get myself a bowl of, of uh, cereal or something like that. She'd say, Woody, is that you? And I'd say, yes. <laughs> and she'd just keep on praying. She'd just keep on praying. So... That those people and Christine's family, with uh, six, uh, five siblings and everything, they prayed me through uh, my life and uh, through uh, Vietnam especially. So Vietnam uh, time comes up. Um, uh, we, you know, we go. I, I go to uh, Vietnam in October 1966. Assigned a platoon um, with uh, Mike Company, and um, and we're we're out in the the middle of. Indian Territory. So uh, I was on an operation. I, got, I was wounded twice in Vietnam, a shot in the shoulder, a gunshot wound to the shoulder. It bounced off my ribs and ended up uh, in the, uh, my left back area. And uh, I had uh, the worst part of it was I had internal bleeding in the lung, and they had to put a, a chest tube in to take that, that blood out. Uh, and this was in a, a field uh, hospital. It's a dirt floor. It's a tent, you know. You're on a gurney, and uh, you know the the doctors are there. <laughs> uh, it, it's crazy, but anyway, um, uh, I was able to go back to, to uh, duty uh, within three weeks uh, for that. And uh, I asked to. They said I was the doctor, the Navy doctor. He says, "Look, Lieutenant, uh, if you want, I'll uh, send you out on the uh, hospital ship, the repose." And uh, they'll send you back to the States. I said, no, I want to go back with my unit. He says, you, you guys are nuts. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, that's what happened. So I, I went back. And um, anyway, the second time I got wounded, I was uh, riding on an um, armored personnel carrier. Uh, they call them an Amtrak. Um, I, I told that to somebody here in the church, and they thought I was on an Amtrak train. You know, it's like... <laughs> 
a little bit different. Uh, this is like a 12 feet high, 35-ton uh, piece of uh, machinery they use for a ship-to-shore movement in, in the Marine Corps. You can put 21 troops in inside and, and going ashore. Uh, but uh, in Vietnam, we used it as a resupply run. So if you had people riding on it, you'd be up, you'd up topside, not underneath. And uh, so anyway, um, that being that, um, so we had uh, four of us uh, on, on that tractor, on the top of that tractor, uh, going uh, from our, uh, where we were, uh, on the front lines back to the uh, battalion headquarters. So uh, I'm sitting there right over the, right over the, if this is a tractor here, it's right in the middle, right here. Right next to me was a young man from a New Jersey, young black Marine, going home. He's going home. Uh, and then uh, two, two others back here, and then there was two crewmen. So there's a total of six of us on that, on that tractor. So... Uh, we're riding along. I'm talking with him because he's going to New Jersey. I was telling him about my wife is from New Jersey. We were having that conversation. And then I see this black pajamas guy run, running up a hill. So I had an M16 over my uh, my legs are hanging over the edge of the tractor right in the middle. And I have the M16, so I'm about ready to take because I knew something was going on. The next thing I know, I am up in the air. Like maybe uh, to me, the sensation was like 50 feet. I mean, and and immediately I could feel the heat of the explosion, and I could hear the screams of people. And um, I land uh, on my M16 rifle, and the first thing you do, you know, if you have any kind of consciousness at all, you try to reach for your weapon because when they, if you hit a mine like that, they're going to attack you. You know, yeah, and while while you're done. So I, I tried to get up a firing position, I, and I discovered I couldn't get up, for, first of all. Secondly, my, my M16 was bent like a banana. You know, it was like, it was unbelievable. I'd never seen it. Made by Mattel. But anyway, <laughs> uh, that was a good weapon. It was a good weapon. Uh, anyway, uh, so anyway, I'm in that, uh, that situation, and um, they come running out. Lieutenant, Lieutenant, you've got to help us, you know. And uh, that was the other the other tractor. Uh, the, there's a good tractor. We were following the good tra the the tractor that didn't get blown up. So that it was a command detonated. In other words, some VC was on the sideline, you know, watching our tractor and the, the, let the first one go. We're following in the tracks of the first tractor, and we hit the mine, and so it's blown up. So we had two kids that had everything burned off of them. Everything, uniform, hair, uh, skin, just skin just peeling off. Uh, the only thing they had was boots on. And they're screaming, Lieutenant, get us out of this sun. This was in June uh, 1967, 19th of June in, uh, in Vietnam, and uh, hot. So we got them into the other tractor until we could get a medevac out, you know, for these guys. Uh, it's uh, really horrible. I mean, the, the, the driver... Uh, his, his arms and legs were blown off. He, he was on the ground. He was breathing heavily, but he was a dead man on fire. Uh, I'll never get, uh, forget those uh, visions of that uh, terrible situation. But uh, to make a long story short, everyone died except for me on that. So I'm 
leaning against a good tractor waiting for the medevac to come out. And I say, God, if you get me out of here, I'll follow you anywhere. And I thanked him for, for saving me because I was not saved. <laughs> and, uh, man, if, I mean, you know, if I, would, if I would have been one of them, uh, I'd be burning in hell right now instead of talking to you. So I praise Jesus. That's the reason I'm here right now. And uh, I, I owe him everything. And I owe my, my wife and her family everything because they introduced me to Jesus. So if you have a chance to introduce anyone to Jesus, do it. Why you have the chance? Why you have the chance? And so anyway, it was uh, years later, I came to know Christ as Savior. I had what they call now PTSD. I didn't, I didn't know I had it, but I was into alcohol, and uh, I was messed up, just to make, make a long story short. Um, and But uh, after Vietnam, I, I was able to go uh, just to show God's hand as far as the, lang- uh, the language goes. Um, I put in for a college degree program because I, did, I, I, didn't, uh, I dropped out of college. So they sent me to Kent State University for 18 months to, uh, to get my uh, college degree. And while I was there, because I had this Chinese background, I took every course they had in political science, Chinese government, communism, Russian communism. They even had Chinese language there. I took every course that they had in China, in Chinese. And so I had, God gave me this other opportunity to reinforce the Chinese language that I had gone through in 1964. It was unbelievable. I was pinching myself to make sure I'm alive, you know. Hello, I mean, you know, I'm going to class. This is supposed to be drudgery and hard, and I'm alive. <laughs> One, and then two, I can walk, and then three, it's a Chinese language. So then I, I graduate from there, and uh, then, you know, the Marine Corps, they, they, they try to give you a little reward now and then. So um, they said, okay, he went to, we, we sent him to college, and that was kind of a cush uh, duty station, we're going to send him to Okinawa for a year, unaccompanied, without your family. So my, um, I had one daughter at that point, and my second daughter was born while I was in Okinawa. How many leaves did I have during that year? Zero, nada, nothing. <laughs> and for a lot of guys, that's not bad. But uh, for me, it was hard. It was a hard year. So I come back from Okinawa. They stationed me in all places, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, uh, making casualty calls and training reserves uh, for battle. Now, what a, what a duty station that was. But guess what? The greatest thing that ever happened, Christine said, we got to go to church. I said, okay. So we, we found Penn Hills Baptist Church in the suburbs of uh, Pittsburgh, and uh, I got saved. I heard the gospel clearly and uh, trusted Jesus as my Savior, was baptized there. Christine got baptized with me because she was, she was not dunked as a kid. She was uh, baptized the other way. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, anyway, I mean, Christine did that with me. It was, it was such, a, such a great, great uh, part of my life, uh, the, the greatest thing ever. And... Um, Unbelievable what happened. Without even asking, 
without even asking, Headquarters Marine Corps sends me orders while I'm in Pittsburgh to go to Taiwan for three years. And the first year is to study Chinese language again, one-on-one instruction in State Department language school. I'm going, whoa, I can't believe this, man. (laughs) They even sent me back on a three-month refresher back to Monterey, California, before I went to Taiwan. And so then we went to Taiwan, and, uh, man, that was great. You know, uh, we were going to church with missionaries. You know, we saw missionaries. We got to talk to them. We we met Christians. I was in, I joined Officer Christian Fellowship. I mean, it's not a very big organization, but I tell you something, they were on fire for Jesus. You know, it's all branches of the service. I was there with the Navy, Army, Navy, Coast Guard, Marine. You know, it's me, you know, and... uh, you know, uh, so it, it's all about, you know, growing in Christ and being a witness, you know, and, you know, getting prayer meetings going in your unit and stuff like that. And so it was a great growing uh, time for me. And I got to know the Chinese people. You know, we got to be with Chinese people, you know, in church and, um, and just in everyday life. You know, I, I had my own driver. Um, you know, and I worked with the uh, Taiwan Defense Department. Uh, what time? You're running out of time. Mm-hmm. How do you know? I'm looking at the clock. Oh, <laughs> that's why she's my brain. Okay. So. All right. So, uh, so after that, uh, so after language school, how did I get here? Well, um, um, I uh, re- retired, and uh, we started teaching in uh, Christian school in 1983. My wife started in 1983. I joined her in 1985. The principal begged me to come aboard. They need uh, men in uh, Christian education. I don't think, uh, maybe not now, uh, because I think, uh, but anyway. So anyway, so I, I start there in uh, 1985 myself. My, my wife started in 83, and uh, we ended up here at uh, Timberlake Christian School of all places. I put out 25 resumes to get down this area because my dad was uh, not, not well. And um, the only place that answered was at Timberlake Christian School because the principal was Duke Herring and he was in the Marine Corps during the Korean uh, conflict. So that was the only one that answered out of 25. So that's how I ended up here. And then I go to see Pastor Alley in 1995 because I was going stir crazy you know, trying to take care of kids and stuff like this, putting them on the wall and doing all these uh, crazy things uh, that we had. Well, we had an absolute blast. It, you know, I, I just loved it. I loved being with the kids, and uh, we just had so much fun. And we went on uh, missions trips every year and all that stuff. But um, I went in 95, I went to see the, my principal, and I said, I, I've got to go to China. I mean, you know, God sent me to all this training and everything. I've got to go. And uh, so I wanted to go to California for the summer with ELIC, E-L-I-C, English Language Institute, China. And I wanted to go with them. And, um, and Pastor Alley, I told him, uh, and he said, uh, don't, go for, uh, don't go for the summer. Here, go for a whole year. I'm going to make a phone call. So he called one of his friends. They set it up. Christine and I went to Beijing and taught in a public high school in Beijing. For a year. I wanted to stay there the rest of my life. Christine didn't. <laughs> I, I didn't know why. So she said, I'm lonely. 
I said, 1.4 billion people and you are lonely? Come on, you know? So anyway, my... I I know, she didn't speak the language, but uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. She, she brought that better part in, Jesus. So anyway, so um, we, we come back, but, you know, I, I'm having to really wrestle with God about it because I want to stay there the rest of my life. And so because, I mean, the kids are so great. Chinese people are tremendous. I mean, I grew to love them. They, they were fantastic, great students, so conscientious, so gung-ho, you know, copying down everything that you say, you know, doing homework, they did everything. I was, I was just kind of like a, a part-time English teacher, you know, but they treated me like a million dollars in Chinese, you know. They were just tremendous people. And, uh, you know, I wanted, to, I, I wanted the Americans to know that. But anyway, so we come back, and with the, with the uh, mission, we prayed to God. Both, we did a lot of praying. I talked to my sister, other people about it. And finally we decided, okay, God wants us to go back and take as many Americans as we can to China, you know, to, uh, to give them the vision that, you know, these are real people. These are tremendous people. And they're without Christ. It's like 1.4 billion, 90% haven't heard yet, you know. And so, man, you know, I'm saying, yeah, let's, let's do it, you know. Let's do what we can. So we started taking groups over in 1967. And it's, uh, you know, like it was three to start with. The next year was 25, I think, whatever. And then it, you know, very quickly went up to 100 a year. And we did that from uh, 1967 uh, all the way up to 2019. We were able to take groups in about at least a minimum 100 a year. Americans, uh, college kids, uh, younger, uh, a lot of adults came with us. Um, okay, time. Okay. All right. So that, that's it. Um, uh, we had a wonderful time uh, serving in China. And uh, highlights would be uh, Michael Laurie and uh, Naomi and Lily. And uh, thank you. Thank God for them. Lord, thank you for this day that you've given us, Lord. I pray that you would fire us up. Use us in a mighty way, Lord, to get the gospel out to a lost and dying world. Thank you for this upcoming message uh, by Clay Mackey. Uh, Lord, uh, fire us up just like you did Apostle Paul in jail and all these other things, and yet he had his fire inside of him uh, following you. Help us to be like that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.